Hi, I'm Luke. I'm Spencer. And on today's episode 9 of Dad, I Have a Question, here's my question. Dad, what is insurance? Insurance. Um, okay, insurance is when... Uh, insurance is, is a thing that companies or people buy, and they pay a little bit of money and, for Not it. a physical thing. Not a physical thing. Um, it's like a contract, basically. And they pay a little bit of money to a, an insurance company. And if that thing happens, that thing that you're buying insurance for, then you get paid a lot of money. So it's basically paying money for a pro- for, for an insurance company to promise you that they'll give you money if that thing happens. Yeah, it's almost like a lottery ticket in a way, but like it, you only get paid off if that bad thing happens. So there are a couple examples. Do you know some different types of insurance? Uh, you could have car insurance. Good. What else? You could have insurance for your home for like if there's like a fire or a flood Perfect. or an earthquake. Yeah, what else? Um you could have business insurance for your company or your business. Um good, yeah. And then what about if you die? What's that called? Um I don't know. That's called life sure. insurance. So, so so you can also have life insurance and and if you die then your heirs get paid the the life insurance policy. So so let's take as an example, let's take car insurance, okay? So um an example for car insurance would be you might pay maybe $100 a month to the insurance company and then if you have So it's is it for most um for most of it is it like being consistently are you like consistently paying once a month? Or for the, would you say most of it, it's like, um, just like I give you like twenty thousand dollars now, and then like I don't pay you anymore. Um, most or maybe of, I'll pay you again in twenty years. It's mostly uh, monthly, like for health insurance or um, oh health insurance or or car insurance. Some things like uh, homeowners insurance. Sometimes you pay that one time a year, so that you don't have to keep paying it every month. But um, but I'd say it's typically monthly. So let's say we pay a hundred dollars a month for car insurance. Is there a reason for that? That it's monthly. Um. I don't know. I think just it's easier that way for people to pay it that way. Yeah, if they paid, they might not. If they paid for like ten years, that'd be a lot of money, and maybe people yeah. wouldn't have enough money. That's true. They don't have enough money to pay it all up front. Okay, so we pay a hundred dollars a month for car insurance, and then let's say um, that we get in a car accident, and we take it to the shop, and it's five thousand dollars to fix the car. So we and for for people who like can't pay five thousand dollars to fix the car. Insurance comes in. Exactly. Now, there's something, there are a couple concepts that we're going to add to this. One is a deductible. Okay. A deductible is the amount of money that we have to cover ourselves before the insurance company starts paying. So let's say the deductible is $1,000. Um, then, if it's $5,000 to fix the car, then we pay $1,000 and the insurance company pays $4,000. Exactly. What would you. Can you, like, if we use something easy, like a 10, if it's $10,000 to fix the car, mm-hmm. how much of it do you think you would pay and how much the car insurance do you I would pay? say usually for things like that, the deductible is, like, somewhere 10 to 20% of the total. Oh, okay. okay. Um, now, um, now, you can actually determine that. If you have a policy where you pay more every month, um, then the deductible is going to be... Okay, that's distracting. Can you pause it? Oh, no, just stop it, I guess. You can actually determine um, how much the deductible you want to be. It depends how much you pay each month. So, so like, you can, like, say that if I, all right, I'll pay, I'll pay more than you were going to make me pay each month. 
But then you have to cover more of my car. Exactly, exactly. So do, does like the average person do, do that? Yes, yes. When you decide what type of insurance to get, you and you might get a really high deductible, which means that I have to cover a lot of the cost myself, and then it's going to be a low monthly fee. Or you might get a really. So you have to find like that perfect balance. Exactly, exactly. Um, okay, so there are and a lot. You also have to factor in maybe your car won't even get like won't even yep. get broken, so you have to like think about that also. Now, um, some types of insurance are optional, like life insurance is optional. You don't have to get life insurance if you don't want. Can you talk to me about the types of insurance? Yeah, like, so just a little bit on each. Yeah, so life insurance um, is uh, um, you know if if the person dies, then their spouse or their descendant, their heir, their children, whoever. Yeah. Or the will says that it goes to exactly they get the money from the life insurance. Um, um, Why do they do that? They do it because, like, um, well, like let's say you have um, uh, a husband and a wife, and um, the wife works and and earns a lot of money, and the husband doesn't. The husband stays at home with the kids, and then if the wife should die, uh, then there won't uh, be any money coming in to help the family. Uh, and so the wife might have life insurance in that situation, that right? Makes sense. Or vice versa, or whatever. If you don't need, if you, but you don't pay money for life insurance. You do, you, oh, do. you do. Yeah, you do. You do. This is actually kind of an interesting wrinkle, the life insurance thing, um, that you can actually sell your own life insurance policy. This is kind of funky. Okay, so like, let's say that you pay um, a hundred dollars a month every month for your whole life for a for life insurance for like a ten million dollar life insurance policy. Right. Meaning when you die, your spouse gets $10 million, okay? Um, now, uh, let's say you're really old, you're like 80 years old, and this you're like, this is, maybe your wife died before you, and you're alone. And you're like, when I die, I don't really need my kids to get $10 million. Instead, I want some money to enjoy it during my life. So you can actually sell your life insurance policy at that point. And there are uh, companies out there. Back to... The person, back yeah. to the company, the insurance. Yeah. Can you sell it to anybody? Like, can yeah. you sell it to any, either another company or yes. another person? Yes, there are companies that do this. So you can call up a company like that and they'll pay you, I don't know. An insurance company or any company? No, I'm not sure what they're called exactly, those types of companies. But you, you see them advertising on TV a lot. They might pay you like $5 million today and they buy your policy and you get $5 million and you're like, woo, I have $5 million. And then when you die a couple years later, the insurance company pays that company $10 million for your own policy. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You had $15 million. Was that like realistic numbering right there? Because you had $15 million life and No, $10 million. You had $10 million and you paid them $5 million. They paid you $5 million. Okay, so shouldn't they pay you $10 million? So you $10 million no, because million they, they, they're only going to get $10 million when you die. They want to make a profit or else they're not going to do the deal. Ah, uh, okay. So anyway. But then th you lose money in that. You do, but you'll be dead. <laughs> you get five million while you're alive versus getting ten million when you're dead. So anyway, that's kind of a random fact. We can we can move on. Um, that's kind of a funny quirk of life insurance. Okay, so there's life insurance. There's take life insurance. What do people like? Could would another person buy your life insurance? I I I mean I don't I I have life insurance. I, I know, but like, is it like possible for like for you simply for you to sell? Another person, your life insurance. Oh, say, doesn't have life insurance. I like, wants life insurance. No, that wouldn't really happen. Okay. No. Um, so then there's earthquake insurance for your house. Like if there's an earthquake and it is ruins it your house. Like general insurance for like fires, floods, earthquakes, or is it like for each um, disaster? Good question. There's general insurance and then earthquake typically is separate. Okay. 
Why is that? Um, good question. Don't know. Not sure. <laughs> um, um, then there's business interruption insurance. So like, like, talk a little bit about the um the like insurance for like stuff like the fire like fire flood. Sure. Um, so if a house is destroyed in in a fire or a flood, you file an insurance claim with the insurance company, and um, then the insurance company pays you for the damage minus the deductible that you have. And okay, but- they pay you typically for the stru- the value of the structure or the property, but then there's also the inventory of all the stuff inside of the house. Right, so like if you have a lot of books inside the house and the books cost a lot of money, then they would pay you back for that? Yes. How do you know all that? Um, like y- I, cause like I know that like, yeah. you know, there's a lot of things in, in many people's houses. You have to um, try to recreate it to the best of your ability. And if you, if you cheat, if you lie, that's called insurance fraud and you can go to jail. Um, um, so do they like usually give you like, at, like, at, like, see something happened to our house, right? Yeah. And obviously we know we didn't remember everything, we, but, um, would the insurance, would the insurance company just give us like a little like extra, like for each thing that you told us, like plus this much or would they? No, you have to, if you if your house burns down in a fire, for example, or, or, or flood or whatever, you have to write everything down to the best of your ability and then they tell you what they think it's worth and then typically it doesn't get that detailed really because usually there's a maximum on the policy like like your policy was a million dollars total no matter what and the house was worth seven hundred thousand dollars and the contents of the house you know you estimate were worth three hundred thousand dollars and you're only gonna get a million dollars no matter what so there's no point in like arguing of like how many books did i have or whatever okay let's keep going um for that wait sorry for that do some people like keep track of their house before just in case it's a Excellent question. Like some that? people do. I would say very, very, very few people are that detail oriented. But yeah, that that some people do. Um, so anyway, there's there's house insurance, there's car insurance, there's health insurance. Okay, and health insurance is a huge deal. Um, and and that's the one that the average person would hear most about. It, yes, you're right, and we should probably do a whole other episode on health insurance because it's a it's a very complicated issue. Because if you don't have health insurance, then um, medicine and, and medical care is very expensive. Which of these insurances are mandatory and which are not? Uh, car insurance is mandatory, at least in most states. And wh- why do you think car insurance would be mandatory? That's an interesting question. Um, Whereas most other insurance is not mandatory. Give me a minute. So maybe, maybe get, car insurance. Let no, me give you a hint. Yeah. When, what, what, what causes most damage to cars? Other cars? Yeah, like a, an accident. Like a car crash. Yeah, with another car and that makes it different than like life insurance or homeowners insurance which just affects one person right or one family oh so it affects like most like like one car crash yeah so let's so So let's say let's say let's say a guy who insurance company like benefits from like the from like the whole deals with insurance well let's say let's say one guy crashed one car crashed into another car and car there's car one and car two and car two has like ten thousand dollars of damage and car one, it was car one's fault. Well, in that situation, car one has to pay for car two's uh, repairs. But if what if car one has no insurance and he doesn't, he can't afford to uh, fix it. So that's why they they make car insurance mandatory. Like they need because because for like 
say a flood, there's no other person exactly. that you need to pay or needs to pay. Exactly, us. exactly. Oh, okay, so now there, there are two final interesting concepts about insurance that I want to cover. Are there any quickly. other types of insurance? Oh, um, other types of insurance. Let's see, health insurance, life insurance. Uh, there's renter's insurance. So if you if you rent your apartment, you might get insurance for all the contents. Oh, there's something called umbrella insurance. That's important also. Um, it's not insurance for umbrellas. <laughs> no, it, it's it's an umbrella because it like covers everything. So, uh. umbrella insurance is like a catch-all for everything. Um, so like if somebody sues you for you know whatever, like you know, it, let's let's say you own a house and there's a, a workman that's trying to fix something and he falls, um, you know, while he's fixing something in your house or he slips and and he, you know, hurts himself and he sues you. Umbrella insurance covers that, a situation like that so that if somebody sues you so individually. it something that everybody else doesn't think of. Exactly, exactly. It's like the catch-all. Like they can't cover everything. Exactly. So, so that's, it's like those like random things that like, yes. oh, I didn't think of that. I need insurance for that. Exactly. Okay, last two concepts I want to cover is how insurance companies make money and then reinsurance, and then we'll wrap up. Okay, so let's um, let's think car insurance for a second. Okay, can you name a couple car insur- or insurance companies? Do you ever see commercials for insurance companies? Uh, is Geico an insurance company? Geico, yeah. Yeah, what else? Um, I'm actually not sure. I don't know. How about um, other insurance companies are like Allstate oh, um, or, um, um, well, anyway, let's or let's just use Allstate as an example, okay, for homeowner's insurance. So let's say we pay Allstate, you know, whatever, $100 a month for homeowner's right. insurance and our neighbor pays $100 a month and the other neighbor pays $100 a month, all in case there's um, uh, a flood or fires that, that wipe out our houses. Right. Okay. So the insurance company has a lot of money, right, coming into them. That guy, because that guy's giving them $100. We're paying them exactly. $100. Pretty much everybody on our street. They've got tons money. of money, right? But they got to hang on to it. Why? Because what happens if there's... Because then, then we all, like, because we all have a flood. Yeah, then we go to the insurance company and we're like, ah, oh, give us our I money, was right? Thinking, I was actually thinking about this. Um, It's not usually like... um. Uh, it's not usually like I think that maybe insurance companies might make more money, say if they if more things, um if more things were for um, like just one person at a time, but because of like you know a fire or a flood, usually those things spread and like it happens. Yes. To, like, a whole city. That's true. Okay, so that is one of the reasons that insurance companies want to diversify, right? You don't want to be the insurance company that has like a home insurance for a whole community because if that whole community gets hit by some disaster, then then the insurance, right. And so that's what's called reinsurance. Basically what insurance companies do is they sell these policies to these other reinsurance companies that provide the insurance companies with insurance. <laughs> ah, okay, okay. so if there's a calamity, the insurance company runs out of money because they're giving other people insurance, and the reinsurance yes. company gives the insurance company exactly, and that's where some of the diversity comes from because those reinsurance companies, like they buy policies in you know California and Florida and New York, so that if there's a whole catastrophe somewhere, you know they don't get wiped out because they've got geographic diversity. They have reinsurance. Yes, exactly. Um, okay, so then how do insurance companies make money? They keep, do they keep a little bit of the money that they get from everybody yeah. else? Yeah, so basically they charge a little bit more in total than what they estimate they're going to pay out in, in, in so policy they claims. they like a little bit from each person, like they make $50 from each person and like exactly. 50 people give them insurance, then they'll make some money. And to do that, they look at something called actuarial tables, which is a fancy word is for, it, wait, what do you think that is? Um, 
the percent chance that it that one of the disasters nailed it. How <laughs> did you know that? That's exactly what not, the. I did not know. That's exactly yeah, what it is, and that's yeah, so. Let's yes. think. Let's think life insurance for a second. So they look at a thing that, like, let's say you're 50 years old. They they get your your health your health situation. They get like reports from the doctor. They and also the, get the average. When is the when the death of an average person? Probably exactly. So for life insurance or health insurance, I mean, life insurance in particular, they estimate like how much longer are you going to live? If you are 50 and healthy, you'll probably live 40 more years. So we probably won't have to pay you, pay this policy out for 40, for 40 years. years. Right. Um, and what if you're 60, then they might be, and you're not healthy, they might be like, oh, we probably have to pay this policy out in 20 years or whatever. And so they estimate the chances of I'm having- I'm sure there are whole branches of insurance companies who just do this. Exactly. Yes. It's a huge, huge, huge part of insurance companies. So what insur- the way insurance companies make money is by being good at estimating the chances of having to pay out these policies. If they're not good at it, then they lose money. Then they lose money. Exactly. And um, the last thing that insurance companies do to make money is they take all that money, let's let's take life insurance for a second. Let's say all these people pay them all these policies and the insurance company doesn't have to pay it out on average for 10, 20, 30 years from now. What do you think they do with all that money in the interim? They pay it out to the employees mm-hmm. and they keep it? No. Like, that's what how do, they make money? Does this sound like any other financial let's institution say, that we've talked about? So they have all this money like in their system. Like Basically, people have prepaid all these policies. Oh, banks. Like banks, that's right. It's exactly like banks, right? So what do banks do with all their deposits in order to, to make a little extra they money? They pay it out to, they sort of like, they use it for other people to get more insurance from other people. Um, basically, like they, they invest banks. it. They invest it. Yeah, they like banks, they like, they like you, you. They like use it to have to like get more of it, basically. Like exactly. Exactly. So, so Allstate, for example, probably has hundreds of billions of dollars of basically prepaid premiums. It's kind of like Wells Fargo has hundreds of billions of dollars of deposits, mm-hmm. and Allstate invests all the hundreds of billions of dollars of prepaid premiums in treasury bonds, in the stock market, in a variety of, in real estate, in a variety of different things. To make more money? To try to make a little bit more money, two, three, four, five percent. But they so want to keep it... To keep reinvent to like, like, if they have $10 and they put it in, and then that makes them $10, and now they have $20, exactly. and they keep going. But they have to invest it pretty conservatively, because they need that... the flood comes, and then... <laughs> exactly. They need the money available if, they're, if they have to pay out the policies. And if their estimates, if their actuarial tables were wrong. growing, like I said, with the 10, and then the 20... Then maybe they keep 10 of that aside. They put them 10 and keep going. Precisely. All right, let's wrap up. Luke, why don't you explain insurance and um, so, to our listeners? Basically, uh, um, there are many different kinds of insurance, but insurance is basically what people, people will pay money to an insurance company. And that way, if something happens like they die or there's a disaster or there's like a disaster or like, um, their business is not like working very well or something like that. We didn't really get into business insurance, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, then that insurance company will give them money to help them like take care of that, so they don't like Perfect. not have enough money. Perfect. And how do the insurance companies make money? Two ways. Um, they make money from the people who give them the insurance money. Good. They charge a little bit more for the policy than and they then, estimate they'll pay out. Right. And um, reinsurance companies. Well, reinsurance companies help them if they don't have enough. That's money how they reduce their, their own risk. And and then what's the second way that insurance companies make? Money? Um, they like use like they use some of that money to like make more money, sort of like banks do. By. By um, with like the stock market and things. By like investing that. it. Investing it. Perfect. All right. Thanks, everybody. All right. Um, we hope you listen to our next episode. Thanks for listening to that. I have a question. Bye.